Greetings, St. Clair Community Church. Uh, This is Sunday's teaching recording, though it is not uh, recorded live. Um, We had technical difficulty. So I, Dave Arnold, in my attic all alone, am going to, uh, in part by memory and in part from notes I've got in front of me, going to reteach or retell uh, Sunday's teaching for us in a sort of condensed colds notes fashion, um, hopefully just distilling what is most helpful for our community. Um, for those that weren't able to be with us on Sunday and want to be able to keep up with our teaching, um, or those that were with us and want to be able to come back to it again. So, uh, bear with me. This is, uh, not going to be nearly as thrilling as it was the first time around on Sunday, but uh, here we go. We're going to make the most of it. Um, so uh, we've been talking about prayer uh, during Lent at St. Clair. And when we talk about prayer at St. Clair, uh, what we mean is we're learning to practice the presence of God in our life. Um, in a way, you know, how does our life become an active response to God with us and for us? Uh, prayer becomes the expression of that response. Um, Martin Luther had said, uh, it is as impossible to be a Christian without prayer as it is to be alive without breathing. Um, so we just, I, I guess with a, a bunch of humility, want to take the same posture as the disciples who said, Lord, teach us to pray. Um, and we're trying to learn that together as a community. Um, and, um, yeah, we hope that this church calendar season of Lent, um, is a help to all of us, whether we find prayer easy or hard, um, today or this, this teaching is centered around learning how to pray through the Psalms. Uh, there are so many ways that we can pray and and this is praying through the Psalms is not the way to pray. Um, it is a way to pray. And I guess part of what I was trying to offer is that, uh, it's an essential way to pray. Uh, the Psalms in scripture are a huge collection of prayers. Uh, it's the biggest book of the Bible. It's right in the middle. If you open up your Bible, um, and they are prayers that often take the form of songs. Uh, these prayers are like poetry. They're, they're not commands. Like it's, it's different than other genres in scripture. And so it takes on a different nature, a kind of a different tone. The Psalms, uh, are a great help to us because they give us a language for prayer. In a lot of ways, they're much more, um, an expression than they are an explanation. They're, they're a way of communicating to God and with God, um, as maybe as, as opposed to sort of trying to extract something from God. Um, I, I don't assume that prayer comes easy for all of us. I would actually assume that most of us find prayer difficult. I think there could be a lot of reasons for that. Um, but it doesn't take much to hit some roadblock blocks in learning how to pray. Uh, maybe uh, we find prayer difficult and we can't pray because we don't think God will hear us uh, because we haven't been faithful to him. And so we don't think he's going to listen because uh, the, maybe there's there's inconsistency in our life. Or we, we can find prayer difficult because 
I mean, to be quite frank, we don't want to listen to God because we don't think he's been faithful to us. And so we don't really want to hear what he has to say. And so engaging in prayer um, really actually comes with a lot of walls and a lot of barriers. I think either way, prayer, um, this way of being and communicating with God, um, it's not just talking at God. Uh, it is a way of being with God. I think a lot of it comes down to a matter of trust. And prayer is this expression of trust. And the Psalms give us prayers to stand on uh, as a way of trusting, maybe especially when we don't feel like we have the prayers ourselves to lean on. Um, praying the Psalms helps us pray through our fears, our doubts, our pains. The Psalms are a tool that help us be human before God. Uh, and that, that's a great, great help to us. They're, the Psalms are one of the best things we have available to us for learning how to work out our faith. Um, I would propose that it's very hard maybe even impossible to have an emotionally healthy spiritual life without being able to engage the Psalms in some way. Uh, I referenced Eugene Peterson a few times. He says this, if we wish to develop in the life of faith, to mature in our humanity and to glorify God with our entire heart, mind, soul, and strength, he says the Psalms are necessary. Um, so a quick glance, there's so much that could be said about the Psalms, um, but to think about them in three ways that help serve us as we're learning how to pray is saying um, that the Psalms highlight for us who we are praying to, how to pray, and who we are praying with. So who, who we are praying to, how to pray, and who we are praying with. Um, when we think about who we are praying to, it is very easy um, to conjure up for ourselves an image of God that best suits us and to pray to that version of that God. Um, the Psalms help pull us out of that. They help us to see a clear, big, robust picture of what God is really like. Eugene Peter says, Peterson says, um, if we're left to ourselves, we will pray to some God who speaks what we like hearing or to the part of God we manage to understand. And engaging with the Psalms helps um, yeah, broaden our perspective to see the God that other people see uh, rooted in Scripture, revealed in Jesus, um, but is a God that's much bigger than us and much bigger than just what we can understand. Um, reading the Psalms and praying the Psalms, the prayers of others anchors us in a God-soaked reality when you read the Psalms, if, if you've spent any kind of time with it before and you could flip open to any kind of random one, really, you will notice very quickly a raw honesty of these other people who have prayed to God. And it helps pull us into seeing God as he really is, not just how we want him to be. It's it's kind of interacting with the Psalms is kind of like learning to have eye contact with God in conversation. Psalms are not the way of talking about God. They're actually the, a way of talking to God. It pulls us into this face-to-face kind of eye contact conversation with God, where we talk with God in real terms, in real time. That's, that's how it was done before. That, that is kind of what's modeled and offered to us. The Psalms are unique. 
words, they are words uh, of response of God's words to us. They, in a lot of ways, the Psalms are both us speaking to God and God speaking to us. Um, there's a, something unique about them that they are someone else's words to God that has become God's word to us that gets, that we also get to use as our words to God. Um, and so there's a really beautiful meshing of reality of uh, what life with like with God is like as we see the Psalms, um, because it is this interactive um, meeting with God, of God speaking to us and us speaking to God and others who have spoken to God. And so it re- actually reveals a lot of what God is like and what life is like. And so it's very curious to me that when you look at the whole of the Psalms, when you, you, when you pile them all together, um, there are certain genres, there's certain styles of what is written as these poetries, as these prayers. And the one that happens the most, by far more than any other, over a third of the Psalms are lament songs. So they are these Psalms of this crying out, this, this faithful complaint to God of dealing with angst and hardship and difficulty and bringing that before God and dealing that with God. And that that is the the history and the legacy that God's people have with God gives us amazing permission to sort of join in and be part of that. It means that all of life is fair game before God, Uh, that God in, in so many respects is not insecure He's not going to be surprised or shocked by the things that we encounter in life as though he wouldn't have known already or couldn't imagine that world being possible for us. Um, he's far more attuned with the realities of our life than than we are. Um, and so the scripture for us, uh, the Psalms, it's wonderful because it's it's in some ways it's both instructive, like it's telling us something about God, but it's also just describing what life is like in a covenantal relationship with God and that we are invited and given permission to have this faithful complaint, this lament with God, uh, where we, we can shake our fists and we can shout and we can weep and wail and mourn because God can handle it. He's the author and perfecter of life and our faith um, he has the bigness to take on the weight of things that we carry. The Psalms help give us words for that, especially um, in difficult times where we may not have those words ourselves. There's a, a movement in in the book of Psalms, often in, in the individual Psalms and in the overarching um, kind of um, a theme of what takes in the Psalms is that there's a movement from protest to praise. Um, and we are brought in to it, you know, into the Psalms that they help teach us how to protest with God and the injustices in the world and the things of our life that are not as they should be. And they teach us how to lean into a greater trust, a way of faithfulness with God, a, a trustingness to actually be able to praise God and to be able to find joy in the midst of hardship. Uh, the way that Psalms help us as a way of how to pray, in many ways they are a guide. They help us navigate a landscape of being known with God. I think without the Psalms, we're just left 
to kind of hack our way trying to communicate with God if it's just left to our own means, our own devices. I mean, God hears all our prayers, our whispers and our shouts. Our prayers in and of themselves don't earn us merit with God. Um, and so the Psalms, you know, as like, you know, made a special kind of prayer, they don't give us a special audience with God. Um, but the Psalms help give us good words to be able to offer to God, um, not as a way of a perfect formula of prayer, um, but as a way of helping us find our own words, being able to use the words of others with God. Um, you know, our words are important with God. Our words are important with each other. Jesus teaches us this in the Sermon on the Mount. And, uh, and we know that a life of faithfulness and integrity of just being um, someone who does what they say, like our, our word matters. And so our word before God matters, but having the right words or having to have the perfect words uh, in hopes that that is the way in which God will hear us and listen to us um, is not the reality that God exists with uh, exists in. And the Psalms teach us that. You see all sorts of um, different Psalms that show us, oh, it's, it's not about being an expert or professional in knowing the right words to pray before God. Much of it is about this raw honesty of protest and praise of laying it all before uh, God as best we know how with the words that we've got. Um, I think the Psalms for some of us, uh, you know, can help teach us to be honest with God, especially in dealing with our emotions before God. That I, for some of us, that can be very difficult to know how to tap into our emotional life with God. Um, and the Psalms help us not to just bury our emotions um, or to just let them run wild. It's not a suppressing or them just being kind of rampant. But the Psalms actually help us root our emotion in something outside of ourselves. It anchors us. The Psalms teach us to pray through our emotion. And having the Psalms as a help and as a guide, it actually tethers our own experience, not just to something outside of ourself, but to someone. And ultimately, that is... Uh, it brings our very own human everyday experience into the life of God itself, our creator. Um, yeah, the Psalms are our help in that. Without the Psalms as a guide, too many of our prayers, I think, can become tone deaf. Um, it helps bring to life and bring a vibrancy and a nuance and a richness to both what we say and how we say it. Um, Praying the Psalms uh, may be actually one of the best ways we have of moving our faith from our head to our heart, that it can be um, helped to be experienced through our emotions. Um, the Psalms don't simply just exist to help us express our emotions, um, but in many ways they help shape our emotions. And ultimately, expressing ourselves to God is not the most important thing. It is that's not the final point. It's it's actually given to us as a way of being able to answer to God. God is the one who speaks first and then we respond. Uh, and so the Psalms help us learn how to respond to God. Uh, and then when we think about who we're praying with, 
Uh, when we pray the Psalms, we get ushered into the story of God's people. In the Psalms, we get to hear the echoes of the saints, of people who have come before us. I think it would be foolish. Uh, it would be a foolish thing to confine ourselves to sort of just one generation of knowledge, to only be shaped by our like-minded peers, or even reducing our understanding of God to our only our own experience of God. I, I would actually say that's that's a danger um, to to f- fall into that spot. But the Psalms call us back into something much bigger than ourselves. They give us a robust, rich, nuanced, expansive understanding of what God is like. Um, because it's these are prayers that have been tested and tested again and again over time. And, and they're rooted in scripture, which is there um, to reveal to us who God is and what he is like. Um, joining in the Psalms does not kind of give us the luxury of being indifferent to the plight of other people, but it throws us right into the mess and being a part of the reconciling work of calling upon God to intervene and to save. Because as you read some of the Psalms, especially Psalms of lament, um, that would be crying out to God for the injustice in the world or the things in our life that are not as they should be. Sometimes we may read it and say, ah, that's not me. I don't feel that way right now. Um, But if that psalm isn't our own psalm to claim right now, we know that it has been someone else's in the past, that it is someone else's prayer right now, and that it will be ours one day. And so we're called into something bigger than ourselves when, uh, when we pray the psalms. And Eugene Peterson says this, The Psalms train us to pray with others who have prayed and are praying. Put on our knees on the level with other bent knees. Lift our hands in concert with other lifted hands. Join our voices in lament and praise with other voices who weep and laugh. The primary use of prayer is not for expressing ourselves, but in becoming ourselves. And we cannot do that alone. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll finish off with this in uh, our, our shortened version of uh, Sunday's teaching. The best application that I think I could offer is just pray the Psalms. Uh, if you find reading scripture difficult as a daily practice, as a like something that roots you and grounds you in um, your kind of everyday life, uh, then engaging with the Psalms uh, may be a really good kind of two birds with one stone to be able to pick up scripture and to set a time aside. And it really wouldn't actually have to be a long time. Um, Cause if you look at the Psalms, most of them read pretty short, um, but to spend time every day and just to read a Psalm a day uh, to read it and to pray it. And maybe it's reading it a couple times over to get familiar with it. Maybe it's reading once and then finding sort of a verse or a small section that you can carry with you for the day. Maybe it is reading it uh, and then having space to kind of journal it. And perhaps there's a way of kind of writing your own psalm of, you know, translating it to put it the same thing in your own words. Um, But giving space uh, to be able to hear God's word to us and then to be able to respond back to him um, uh, is a really lovely invitation. And so my encouragement to us as a community is to pray the Psalms every day. 
most of our prayers, uh, if you're like me, this has been part of my learning. Most of our prayers are telling God what we need and then telling him exactly what he needs to do about it. Um, but praying the Psalms helps pull us out of that rut of prayer. Uh, it shows us another way. And I'll, I'll finish with one more uh, from Eugene Peterson. He says, that's it. Open our Bibles to the book of the Psalms and pray them sequentially, regularly, and faithfully across a lifetime. This is how most Christians for most of the Christian centuries have matured in prayer. Nothing fancy, just do it. The praying itself is deliberate and leisurely, letting the motions of the heart come into harmony with the movement of the lips. So I will not attempt to one-up Eugene. I will give him the final word on that. Um, Thank you for bearing with our technical difficulties. Uh, We hope that this is helpful for you in your own journey. We're going to keep on this journey uh, as a community. Um, Andy Groon is going to be preaching with us next week. Uh, We're very thankful and looking forward to that. Uh, And a couple weeks out from then, we had mentioned um, two friends of our community, uh, Sue Hamilton and Brenda Stevenson, who are both spiritual directors, are going to join with with us and help um, give their insights with us about prayer and about uh, journeying with God. So uh, there's much to look forward to. Peace.